Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Full day in New York City. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, J. Will, kicking it with you. Got to throw yes, out sir. the number. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, because, of course, we want reaction, conversation, and everything else about not just the national championship and the fact that now the, the, the college basketball season is officially over as Baylor gets the win, Gonzaga now their perfect season over as well. But then in the afternoon yesterday, a, a trade in the NFL that really uh, it shakes multiple markets, and it's another quarterback move, and it is the Jets trading Sam Darnold, who they only drafted number three overall three years ago. He is now on his way out, making room, of course, for the next quarterback. Why not? At the number two overall pick, and everybody expects that it will be Zach Wilson from BYU. Meanwhile, for Carolina, they give up a 2021 six-round pick, a second and fourth-round pick in 2022 for a 23-year-old quarterback that they now will discuss whether or not to pick up his fifth-year option and make him part of their future as they continue at Matt Rule and company rebuilding that franchise. They uh, Bart Scott has an idea of how you can keep moving quarterbacks around so that Maybe Teddy Bridgewater ends up somewhere, like he's at Chicago. Maybe the Jets then try to get a veteran in place just to have a buffer for their number two overall pick in Zach Wilson. We'll see how all that happens. But just the trade in general, guys, for the Jets, it's not a surprise that they're doing this because everybody expected that that number two pick, once the 49ers made the trade at number three with the Dolphins, okay, well, then the Jets are definitely making a pick at two, and everybody said it's Zach Wilson. So you had to figure out, well, what's going to happen with Sam Darnold? Well, we found out what happened. What I want to ask you, Bart, is not about what the future is and all of those stuff. Did the Jets get a good return for Sam Darnold, considering that, A, everybody knew they had to trade him, and, B, the, the, the quarterback market was drying up? Well, I think it's good compensation. I think it's fair compensation. You think about being able to get three picks for Sam Darnold. He's a guy that hadn't really proved himself as a, an elite quarterback in his league. Um, yes, a guy with potential, a guy that we felt like didn't get a fair chance to really show the NFL how good he was. Maybe in splashes he showed you know, flashes of it, but never on a consistent basis. And we talked to Mel Kuyper yesterday, and he talked about how teams may be looking to move out of the draft, you know, you know give, uh, you give up more draft, you know, trade more draft picks because they really don't know about this class. I mean, everybody in this class runs a 4-3, which we know isn't legit. A lot of guys no opted combine. out. Yeah, a lot of guys opted out. So you weren't able to go through your due process to maybe find those hidden gems because we don't know much about them. Because of the pandemic, you can't bring them in. You only can have so many um, – you know, you can't have in-person workouts. You can't bring them in. You only can do certain things. So maybe next year draft picks are more valuable than this year's. So you think about Joe Douglas. What did he get? He got a fourth and a second for Sam Darnold next year, which I think he's going to think those draft picks are more valuable than those this year. He has more than enough this year to move up and down the board. And also those future picks are picks that other teams are going to see as valuable. And if he wants to trade some of those like, uh, like Miami did to move back up and move up and down the draft board, he has the draft capital in the future to do so. Jay, there's no surprise that the, that the trade was made, that, that Sam Darnold moved on. Is it, it's also no surprise that Carolina, who you knew was in the market for a quarterback, but I guess the question now is, will Sam Darnold get this reset, get his control-alt-delete, like we said with Greeny earlier, 
And will Jets fans look back and say, we actually had our quarterback of the future. We just screwed it up. Well, that depends on how – look, Zach Wilson is getting inherited into the same situation that Sam Darnold was in, right? So I, I, I just want to pump the brakes on all this Zach Wilson hype talk because he is talented, but we just had that three years ago with Sam Darnold. It was the same kind of hype talk, right, around the same prospect. Mm-hmm. So just to press pause and be a little bit patient on Zach Wilson allowing Joe Douglas to continue to retool this team, I still think that was a legacy-defining move he made yesterday in that trade. It gives him time, but legacy-defining move. And I do think there will be some buyer's remorse to a degree. Um, you know, w- when you look at what the Panthers just – look, CMC is going to come back, right? And, Bart, you mentioned this last hour. You were like, hey, Teddy Bridgewater was there multiple games. Just couldn't get over the hump. And I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight for Sam Darnold, but just having Robbie Anderson, having DJ Moore, having CMC, having a solid offensive line, going from Adam Gase to Joe Brady, Matt Rule – uh, the way they prioritize their offense down there. I mean, they were a couple of plays away from being, having a way better record yeah. with that team. So I, I think there will be some pressure on Sam, but I, I think the tools will be drastically different. So if you're waking up today, you're Sam Darnold. After going through that whole roller coaster last night, you're saying, thank God. Like, get, all I can ask for, Bart, is a damn chance. Yeah. All I can ask for is talent around me. All I can ask for is to be protected in the pocket. Yeah, I can dance. I can make moves with my feet. I can do different things. I'm talented. But, like, when you're not surrounded with talent to help you get there, you're never playing full force with your team, realistically, what can you do? So I just want to make sure that Jet fans understand Zach Wilson is stepping exactly into that. He's stepping into that. And I think Sam Darnold is relieved, and he'll get, we'll get a chance to see what Sam can do with pieces around him now. That's going to be interesting. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is the number. And that is, of course, and I, I kind of have to give you the, uh, the, the Aaron Rodgers chuckle. The, you said patience. <laughs> New York, patience with Zach Wilson? Really? You know that's not going to happen. And that, of course, is the question we ask the callers. Is, is How much patience can you have with Zach Wilson? Or how much pressure is now on this kid if that's who the but, but Jets selected number two, because you know it. When Sam was drafted, it was, okay, save us, Sam. Well, now Zach Wilson, okay, you're supposed to be now the Mormon Mahomes. You made the throw of the pro day season. So now step Mahomes. in, bring it here in New York, and become the star that we've been craving for. And you, Jay Will, are telling me to be patient? No, well, I, I, I'm trying to tell you that, yes, there will be pressure on Zach Wilson, but you need to kind of divert that energy towards Joe Douglas. Like, put the pressure on Joe Douglas, Alan Hahn. As a Jets fan, he's the one that made this move. He's the one that's letting go of Sam Darnold. If Sam Darnold is blowing up in a Panthers uniform, if they don't make the moves that Bart said earlier, if they don't bring, you know, Teddy Two Gloves to, you know, (laughs) I I don't know what moves they're going to make. I have no idea what they're going to do. But, like, kind of transition that energy to Joe Douglas. Wouldn't you agree, Bart? Like, this is a Joe Douglas thing. It's not, I'm not going to put all this pressure in the weight of the world on Zach Wilson. It is. It is. It's Joe Douglas and developing a young quarterback because he – Robert he, Sala, too. Yeah, Robert Sala, but he was right? around. Mike he was LaFleur, around. Yeah, it's all was, on them. I mean, he was around Carson Wentz, so he understands about what it's like to be around a young quarterback. He was around a young Joe Flacco. He knows how to how – to, one thing you can know, you, you guys, everybody needs to know about Joe Douglas, is he's not going to panic. He has his philosophy. He's going to go about building his team – 
his way. He's not going to be rushed and sped up by the New York media saying, hey, we want results right now. He, he came here and he, he asked for a six-year contract for a reason because it takes about that long to kind of get rid of the old regime, get rid of the old coaches. He inherited a coach that he didn't, that he didn't um, you know, um, hire. So now he hired his first coach, and now he has his quarterback that he's going to be attached with at the hip, that he's going to be linked to. He's going to either sink or swim because Zach Wilson is going to be developed and because Robert Sala is going to be a, a master motivator and Mike LaFleur is going to be able to devise an offense in which the Jets can be efficient, modernized, um, explosive, and exciting to watch. Let's grab some calls here at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's go to Alex in Michigan. Alex? All right, my guys. So if you're Sam Darnold, you're thrilled, all right? So you're going down to Carolina. You're out of the New York media, and you got weapons. You're probably going to Panthers. Hopefully, what I've been thinking are going to move up to the seventh round, the seventh pick, up to, and probably take Kyle Pitts. That way, Robbie Anderson has some help. Oh, wow. uh, CMC out of the backfield. You know, it just opens up the field a little more. But the biggest I don't thing, think be there. the biggest thing is that that would be a hell of a pickup if they could. No, 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 no. no. He, I'm saying they move up to seven and get him. I don't think he'll be there at seven. Uh, yeah, he, may, he, may, he might he, be coming by. Four. He may be there if you look at what Sewell did in his pro day. Like you think about four quarterbacks and then Sewell, Devontae Smith, Chase, you know, uh, Javar Chase. You know, he could be there. It's realistic. Somebody's going to fall. We just don't know who that person's mm-hmm. going to be. I, I mean, I, what I'll agree with is that, and I hate to agree with it, but it's true that for Sam, it is a reset. For Sam, it is, it is a bit of an exhale for him. All right, I'm going oh. somewhere. I've got some weapons, a coaching staff that believes in me. And again, Matt Rule wanted the, the Jet job. There was a lot of interest there. They wouldn't let him. And, and obviously with the pick idea of working with Sam, they wouldn't let him pick his staff. And so he's like, no, I, I want to have you know, the full autonomy. And Carolina gave it to him, and he went there. and He, you know, he ran there. Obviously, the Giants, too, the same situation. So, you know, you're going now somewhere where you think that franchise, you hope at least, that it's, it's young. It's a young it franchise, It is young, too. right. Mm-hmm. And, and listen, they got, a, they got an owner that's willing to spend. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they gave, you know, Matt Rule the, the job security and the power that he needs to build this team as he sees fit. You know, this is a young team. And Sam Darnold is a young quarterback. And this is a team that's going to be much better in the future than they are now. Listen, this is a team that was 5-11, and 11, right? Yeah. They lost to the Saints, 24-27. They lost to Chicago, 16-23. They lost to Atlanta, 17-25. They lost to Kansas City, 31-33. Yeah, they one. lost to Minnesota, 27-28. When you talk about going from good to great, it's being able to finish out and being able to close games. And that's what coaches are trying to install in their program you know, early on. You lose these tough games, usually you win them the next year because you have experience with each other, you understand what's expected, how do you win when you have a young roster. And all this was without McCaffrey. You bring McCaffrey back and you add Sam Darnold into a weakened division because Drew Brees is no longer there. And I say that Carolina can arguably go from 5-11 to 11 to being a borderline playoff team you know, this year. Wow. All right, well, let's take another call here because Tim in Kansas City believes with Joe Brady, the sky is the limit for Sam. Tim in Kansas morning, City. Good morning, Good morning, Tim. Hey, well, first of all, I'm a diehard Saints fan, and we will be back with Jameis. But yeah, he's hungry for wins, said, I bet. <laughs> that being said, I think Sam Darnold is in a great position with Joe Brady being in Carolina. You look at some of the quarterbacks he's been around and some of the talent he's coached uh, with the latest being drafted as, as 
Joe Burrow, I mean, for a young quarterback, I think that's a good position for him. No, it, it, it absolutely we is. Said, you think yeah. about also the weapons. He already has a natural chemistry with Robbie Anderson. I mean, him and Robbie Anderson, you know, was shaking bake. And you think about all those big explosive plays that Robbie Anderson had. Robbie Anderson showed that he can be a number one. We didn't know that. That's why they decided to let him walk and didn't pay him the money. And he's worth every bit being, being reunited with Matt Rule who he's played for in college at Temple, mm-hmm. right? So now you look at Robbie Anderson. So now when Sam goes there, he's going to have an ally. He's going to have a guy that he feels comfortable with, he's going to have chemistry with, and it's going to help him learn the system a lot faster. So you think about that already, that dynamic. I mean, you got arguably the best two-way in, offensive player And at eight, they could get another wide receiver if you think about it, I mean, right? no, I, I think at eight, I mean, if, if Sewell drops, you talk about, okay, well, pitch Ooh, won't be there. Right, think right, about getting right. a great left tackle to protect right. Sam who's probably, you know, should, should have filed charges for assault and battery against the Jets for all the beatings that he took within the pocket. So you <laughs> and, think and, – And, Bart, I'll say this. You know, a lot, it's almost like Stephen Curry, right? When Stephen Curry was out for the year, people were like, oh, I wonder how Stephen Curry is. Is he still a top-ten player? He comes back and he proves it, right? So yeah. it's the same with CMC. Maybe people have forgotten how good Christian yeah. McCaffrey is. Beast mode. People have forgotten how – because he hasn't seen him for a year. You know, out of sight, out of mind. A lot mm-hmm. of things have happened. I mean – People need to be reminded about how talented Christian McCaffrey is. He was like yeah. 50% of their offense the season before. Like yes. 50, like he accounted for more of their offense, whether it was running the ball or catching the ball, than anybody. Like I said, he arguably could be the first guy, you know, to be like 1,600 yards rushing and probably like 1,000, 1,200 yards receiving. We That's got, how talented he is. I got a couple more calls I got to get to because as I see them right now being screened, these are some amazing stuff. So Eddie in New York has a grade for this trade for the Jets. Eddie, go ahead. Hey, guys, how you doing? You know, I don't mind the trade. I understand getting rid of Donald, but I wouldn't have touched that fourth and sixth pick. I would have swapped my thirds, my low third for Carolina's high. I guess he got cut off. He would have, he would have, no, swapped, he would have swapped picks, but, you know. He, swap, he, he swap said, pick? Yeah, he said the thirds. Yeah. I, I didn't really understand where he was going, but he, he said he it. gave him the C. But I got to take this one. Bart, you're going to love this one. Chris in Tennessee. Chris, go ahead. Hey guys, man, I, I saw the trade yesterday, and I think it's bad for both sides. I feel like Zach Wilson, all this hype about him, it's like he's about to be the Darko Milicic of the NFL. Oh, really? I feel like uh, you Charlotte. Pick the scab. You'll pick the damn scab. <laughs> wow. Oh, go ahead. Cut far deep on that. You comparing him to Darko Milicic? Wow. wow, that's personal for Bart. You know I'm a pissed. You know you could have had Carmelo. We could have had Carmelo. Really, really? I'm just yeah. saying. Did you know that? Yeah. How did the Big Fifteen work out yesterday too? <laughs> not, uh, Get him, Bart. Wait, what? Get what, him on why, the Big Five have slash to go Big there? Fifteen. I'm talking about a draft from a long time ago, from 2003. Man, I heard. Who would but, be the Carmelo then? If, if Zach Wilson is the Darko Milicic of this draft, I know. I'm not said? letting you guys do this on national radio. I'm not letting you compare <laughs> Zach Wilson to Darko Milicic before he's even played one game in an NFL career. <laughs> would Stop Justin it. Fields be the mellow? Yeah, yeah exactly. Stop Justin it. Fields and Trey Lance. <laughs> Trey Lance is Dwayne Wade. You know what I mean? Oh man. Well, you know what? It's I don't know if this is a perfect way to bring in Adam Schefter, but I'd be curious. He Ridiculous. loves the NBA. So he lo- and, he lo- and he loves Michigan basketball. And he does. So, so Schefter, we just had a caller who said that Zach Wilson would be the Darko Milicic of this draft. Oh. I'd just love to get hmm. your reaction to that. Listen, some of these quarterbacks are going to hit and yep. some are going to miss. And I don't know who's going to be the Darko Milicic and I don't know who's going to be the LeBron James. No idea, Okay. I just know it's coming, yep. and it happens every year, and a lot of it is where the guy goes and the organization he's in and the coaches that surround him, and we don't know what's inside these guys, but all of them 
are probably not going to hit all these five quarterbacks that are going to go in the first round. And in all probability, one or two or three will be stars, and one or two or three will be washouts. And jobs will ride on it, and careers will ride on it, and organizations will sink or soar depending on it. Just the way that it goes. And Darko Milicic, again, the Pistons drafted him, two overall. They took him, well, that was the LeBron draft, right? It was LeBron, and it was Wade, and Carmelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, again, I remember... I remember when the Pistons got two in the lottery, they were winning as an organization at the point in time, and it was an embarrassment of riches. And their GM at the time loved Darko and felt like Darko could be this incredibly flexible piece that could give them so many advantages in so many ways. And Darko just never developed for whatever reason. Don't know why. He was supposed to be Porzingis, and he couldn't stay off the uh, from Sting, you know, in Detroit. Everybody who's from it's Detroit. It's very personal for Sting. Is. That's why we yes. love bringing it up. But but you know what, Chef? I guess the question is, when that trade, when when you reported the trade, it, it wasn't the shock that the Jets would move on from Sam Darnold. It was more of just you know th- that's what they got for him, and Carolina made the move, and now okay, it's official. They're going to make that pick at number two. It'll be a quarterback. How long though have these two teams been talking? From what you know, weeks. Weeks, uh, at least a few weeks, maybe longer. And the Carolina Panthers' first offer to the Jets was initially a fourth-round draft pick. And the Jets were of the mind. They were not going to trade Sam Darnold for a four. And when the Panthers increased that offer to a three, the Jets still were not going to budge. And they wouldn't have budged. And I'll tell you another thing about it. If the Jets weren't picking second overall, if they had been three or four or five in this draft, they would not have traded Sam Darnold. They would have held on to him, which tells you that they believe he can still be a very good quarterback in this league. But they're sitting there, too, with the ability to take BYU quarterback Zach Wilson. And I think they believe in him so much, enough that they felt comfortable moving on from Sam Darnold, but weren't going to do it unless they got what they felt was fair value. And in the end, it turns out to be a six this year, a two and a four next year. The Jets have a plethora of picks now coming up in the next two drafts. But let's be honest, it's time to make the picks count now for the Jets. But they did great getting back the three picks in return for Sam Darnold. And now it's time to add some talent to surround Zach Wilson to give him the best chance to succeed. Well, Shetty, we talk about adding some talent. What does that mean for their second first-round pick? Do they maybe package that and move up so that they can get an impact player that can help them as well, you know, to, to be able to, to produce this year? Well, I, I don't know that that's the right move, and it all depends on who's on the board, and they won't know that till draft night. I would just say that this team still has to go out and add offensive playmakers and offensive linemen. And I would think that knowing Joe Douglas's history, that priority one is going to be protecting Zach Wilson. And so I don't know if that means you're going to go out and take double offensive linemen with those two picks or an offensive lineman and a wide receiver or an offensive lineman and a running back. But they're going to surround Zach Wilson with talent. And the first thing they're going to do in my mind is protect him. I'll be surprised if the Jets don't come out of this draft with at least one and maybe multiple offensive linemen. It's just what they're going to do. They're going to start building around the quarterback, and they're going to put a high degree of priority on protecting him to the fullest. Shefty, let's go back to the Panthers for a second. How do you think they view Darnold long-term? Good enough to trade three picks for Jay. 
and good enough to succeed in this league and good enough to improve their downfield passing game. And look, let's go back to the Matthew Stafford trade, and I do that because that gave you a glimpse of what the Panthers' intentions were all along. The Panthers' offer to the Detroit Lions was the eighth overall pick and Teddy Bridgewater. And so when they offered Teddy Bridgewater back in February, that told you that they were going a different direction at quarterback. And now the direction that they've decided to go is with Sam Darnold. Now, again, they had the pick eight. And the owner, David Tepper, was very interested in Deshaun Watson. So either they felt like Houston wasn't going to trade him or they weren't comfortable with what they heard. And maybe it was a combination of both of them in the end. But ultimately, they decided we can't wait on a quarterback that the Texans may or may not trade. We can't wait on a quarterback whose situation is now under investigation. We're going to go get the former third overall pick in the draft. We're not going to give up a first-round pick to get him. We're going to keep our eighth overall pick. And now they can take Sam Darnold and, if they want, surround him with another offensive weapon that they get or another offensive lineman that they get at that spot or whatever they want to do at pick eight. Shefty, we appreciate your insight as always. Thanks so much for the time. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Shefty. Have a great day, guys. All right, that's Adam Schefter, ESPN Senior NFL Insider, and he joined us on the Goodyear Hotline. It's brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. So coming up next, there's a new mock draft available from RGM. Everybody's doing mocks these days. Mike Tannenbaum has his own. That's on ESPN.com. So how many quarterbacks does he have going in the top five? That comes up after Jay has this from Straight Talk. It's time for some Straight Talk, Alan. Sure, Bart, saving your money feels good, right? But cutting your wireless bill in half, that feels really good. Real good. Like walk-off home run in the ninth inning kind of good. Okay, I'll calm down. Maybe not that good, but pretty darn good. With Straight Talk, you can get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys, plus no contract, all on America's best networks. Why pay a whole lot? When you can pay half. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. I think Zach Wilson, because of the situation in New York, has to go be spectacular. When you watch the pro day, everyone's so enamored with the throw across the field. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. 
That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, J. Will, and the GM, Mike T., Mike Tannebaum, as well. ESPN NFL front office insider. So his GM mock draft is available right now on ESPN.com and ESPN+. Plus. So does yesterday's trade kind of make you need to pull out the eraser and, and change things up? Because I noticed at eight you have the Panthers taking Justin Fields as the quarterback. Would that now change your plan with Sam Donald there? Here's why. You can't have a, enough young quarterbacks. And – when you think about the inconsistencies of Sam Darnold in terms of how he's played in his first three years, you hope he plays well. You think he's going to play well. $23.6 million over two years, that's a good number. But if Justin Fields is sitting there at eight, which I think is reasonable he could be, go ahead and take him. And now you got two good young quarterbacks. If one plays well and the other doesn't, it gives you a tremendous flexibility. And guys, if we spin this story forward... Next year, there's very few quarterbacks in the draft. So why not turn a weakness into a strength if you're Carolina? Uncle TB, I just look at you know, that list and I think, how can you pass on a guy like uh, maybe Penesul? If if you think about the um, Bengals deciding to go with, with, with Pitts. Um, but when you, when you look at it, how interesting is, you know, the Broncos at number eight, if you think about maybe potentially – um, the slippage from Fields. You, do you see that maybe the Broncos, you know, decide to say, hey, we got a lot of weapons. Um, do we go with Fields? Yeah, so that's a, certainly a possibility, Bart, is could Denver move up in front of Carolina or maybe swap with them? I think that's a possibility. But I think if we're just connecting the dots here, I think it's reasonable that Teddy Bridgewater actually winds up in Denver. Their general manager is George Payton. George was the longtime assistant GM of the Minnesota Vikings where Teddy Bridgewater played really good football. So I don't think you could rule out Denver from trying to move up from nine at some point to get a quarterback. I think that's in play, but I really think Carolina sitting there despite trading for Sam Darnold could draft a quarterback at eight. Mike T uh, first off, I love the suit very professional today since your mock draft came out, your GM and I, I love it. Tell me why you have four QBs going so early in your, in your GM mock draft. Yeah, well, we got to give a shout out to my wife, Michelle. You know, this would have been, uh, this was mandatory in her book. So um, <laughs> it's just the, the way the, the, the uh, draft is falling here, Jay Will. So Trevor Lawrence, no brainer. Zach Wilson, obviously now no brainer. San Francisco trading up multiple first round picks and a third. They're presumably going to take Mac Jones. I think the inflection point is Atlanta. And if the four of us guys owned a team and we said, let's just make the best decision for the next 10 years. I would be standing on the table for Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance is such a compelling player. I think he has incredible long-term upside from ability, character, intelligence, intangibles, all off the charts. And if I'm Atlanta and I'm Arthur Smith and I've developed quarterbacks, you got Matt Ryan maybe for a year, maybe for two years, but Trey Lance is the best decision we can make for our franchise long-term. 
And a shout-out to Michelle for the pocket square. We all know that completes the look. That was very mm. important uh, <laughs> accessory here. So, clearly, that is the way to go. With the Jets, I, I just want to get on, on the trade itself, though. The Jets, Carolina for Sam Darnold. The Jets getting back multiple picks, not just uh, a single pick. Adam Schefter told us a few minutes ago that originally the offer was just for a fourth-round pick. The Jets said no. They end up at least getting a second-round pick next year, along with uh, the two other picks, including the six this year. As a GM yourself, as somebody who was a GM with the Jets, how would you grade the trade? Well, first of all, these negotiations sound a lot like when we were trying to sign Bart at the Jets. A million, no. Two, no. Three, no. <laughs> Next thing you know, $30, $40 million later, you we got give, You Bart, tried to so. give me for a million? Get in his uh, pocket, know, get pocket so. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's when uh, Rex was jumping over your fence at 11.59 and 59 <laughs> seconds, making sure that Coach Harbaugh knew that he wasn't tampering with you. <laughs> so I would say this. From the Jets' standpoint, I think the bigger decision really, guys, was that they didn't make that San Francisco trade because you could have had Sam Darnold, yeah. the 12th pick this year, a 1-3 and a three next year, and a 1-in-2023. I think that was their big decision. Once they said, hey, we're going to move on from Zach Wilson – you get the best deal you can for Sam Darnold, and it was just supply and demand. And we've talked about this. They held on to Sam Darnold for quite a while. So other opportunities, like a San Francisco, like some of these other moves we've seen, even at Chicago with Andy Dalton, all those other places dried up pretty quick. So they got the best deal they could. And if I'm Carolina, I'm being opportunistic. I don't know who my starting quarterback's going to be. Sam Darnold, we know, has ability. We know he has character. So those are two great attributes to bet on if you're a Carolina. Now, Uncle TB, I have my theories, right, about how I think, you know, the, oh, here we go. What, what happened yesterday with, with Sam Darnold. At the end of the day, whether you bring in Zach Wilson in or not, you still have to have a veteran quarterback, and that pool is dried up a lot. So, you know, what, my, what I was thinking is if – Teddy Bridgewater doesn't go back to Denver. Potentially, Chicago might want to trade for him. The six that the Jets got in the trade, they might want to give that to Chicago to bring Nick Foles back to, to New York so that Nick Foles can be that veteran quarterback for the, for, the, for the immediate future. But then you think about maybe letting Zach Wilson come in, maybe game six, like Tua Tungvaluwa did you know, with, with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Am I crazy by thinking that maybe that if you, if you get Teddy Bridgewater back to Chicago, that it might be a good move to then take Nick Foles and, to, and bring him back to New York? Because you have to have a veteran to start behind center. You can't put that type of pressure. You know, the Mormon Mahomes is going to label is going to be on him and make him start week one when you don't have a great roster. Yeah, I think it makes a ton of sense. And Nick Foles is one of those guys that really melds in well to quarterback rooms. When you talk to people around the league, he is definitely part of the solution every place he's been. So I think that works. And here's something else we got to remember is, look, fortunately, we're coming out of COVID, but we don't really know what the rules are going to be. So, Bart, not only do I agree with everything you said, but let's take it a step further. We don't know how much preparation Zach Wilson's going to have to be ready to go on opening day. And I think it's absolutely critical that the Jets put Zach Wilson in a position to be successful. So Teddy Bridgewater, Nick Foles, they do need a veteran quarterback to help make this transition go as smoothly as possible. Because from a Jet perspective, if he goes out and struggles, and let's say Sam Darnold plays well, they're going to have to answer all those questions. They're going to say like, well, look, they could have had Darnold and all these other picks. So I think it's really important that Wilson gets off to a good start and having someone like Nick Foles makes a ton of sense. Mike, real quick, so from the Carolinas' perspective, do you like this deal for them and what they've decided to do with going young with Sam Darnold, who's got, obviously you've got to reset him. 
Yeah, you know, Alan, you got to look at optionality here. I do because they obviously have given up on Teddy Bridgewater. And look, in my mock, Justin Fields will be there at eight. That's a 50-50 proposition. And they gave up three picks, but um, the picks weren't overwhelming. And now you have a guy that has, again, high upside. So, you know, when you're sitting in that seat, guys, and you're making decisions, it's never going to be perfect. And if I'm the Panthers and I'm looking at the entire landscape, I think, given all things considered, they made the best move they could given what they had to work with. All right. By the way, in this mock draft, Mike Tannenbaum's GM mock draft, one through four, yep, all quarterbacks. That just mm. seems to be the way it's going to be this year. Mike T, always great to catch up with you. Thanks so much. All right, guys. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thank you. All right. Again, Mike Tannenbaum's GM mock draft, available right now on ESPN.com and ESPN Plus. Coming up Pocket next. Square looks good, Alan. Yeah, I mean, that's a piece of paper. It, it, I don't know if that thing moves now. That's the one with the cardboard in the back. You thought there that was an index staple. Stays crisp. Hey, I had, a fr- I had a friend of mine once when I was first starting to do TV, and he's like, you need a pocket square. And he handed me this thing that was an index card with, yep. like, some material at the top. Yeah, yeah, it's and pointed it just, at the top. It's like, like already got is that? four points. <laughs> it's like, you, like, you remember those, like, That's like a clip-on tie. That's like a clip-on tie. Like, that's a clip-on tie. Like, what is this? Yeah, the clip-on bow tie, man. Disrespectful. Tie to your damn self, Alan. It was a good look for him. Help me out of this. Are the Packers in jeopardy? You see what we did there? Come on, guys, play along. Just Who is Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, yes. Okay, great. That's, of course, after Jay has this from Hulu. Who is Hulu? Would have been the correct answer. Still pounding on that remote control night after night. Hulu has all the shows and movies you love. Trust me, I watch Hulu all the time. And before you ask, do they have Handmaid's Tale or Grey's Anatomy or Sports Center? The answer is yes. Whether you're into live sports, news, award-winning originals, or premium channels, it's time to have Hulu. Hulu plans to start a $5.99 for thousands of shows, movies, and Hulu originals. And you can add other premium channels and live TV. It's all on the same app, so you're not having to download a million things. We all hate that. Keep the drama on your TV and keep streaming simple. It's time to have Hulu. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Greeny, and congratulations to Baylor knocking off number one, knocking Gonzaga from the ranks of the unbeaten, and winning the national championship. We're talking about it with you Tuesday. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Prayers up for X, baby. Any updates, by the way, on that situation? They they had a prayer visual outside the hospital yesterday. You know, we're all praying for him. Um, I don't think it's any updates on his condition. But all prayers up for X, man, who's, you know, had a heart attack and, you know, fighting substance abuse. Mm. You know, hopefully he can get back, man. Okay. Man, talk about his catalog, man. He had, Bart, like, I was a I had three albums straight, bro. I had a crazy moment on the show the other day where I started singing like all these names to one of his songs, and Alan looked at me like I was crazy. Ah, I'm just saying, like it, it's Tamisha. Rough There's Riders, yeah, Rough Riders you anthem, like you were crazy. slipping, I it was amazing. Party up, how it's going down? What's my name? I mean, who we be? We right here. Stop being greedy. But then he, but then he crossed over with the movies, man. I mean, he was the only black dude on film doing karate moves with Timberlands on, not laced. Yes. And Belly. Like, let's not – like, Belly was one of the classics yo, yo. of all time. Yo, Him, Nas, ugh. I mean, t Boz acting was kind of horrible, but it's okay. We, Questionable, we yeah, by t Boz. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> How do we, man, it was the black man Scarface. It was the black man Scarface. <laughs> How do we feel, though, about Aaron Rodgers as host of Jeopardy, by the way? I like it, man. Like, think, I, I think it fits him, man. Fits he, him? Has, he has that smug type of, like, I'm very smart. Alex Trebek was never smug. Yeah, yeah, but that's why it makes Aaron a- a- great, right? It's it's the dry humor. Yes. It's the deadpan humor yes. that gets that you, helps. right? Yeah. And like the fact it, that delivery, making, he has it. And the fact that Alex was making $18 million is a smooth transition for him to kind of plant those <laughs> seeds so yeah. he can go right into it. I was going to go there yeah. next and wonder, like, like it, would it be worth it for Aaron yeah. Rodgers to like, walk away from the NFL yeah, like, and say, I'm going to do this job. Yeah. It's a lot easier and he, it doesn't like, hurt yeah. as much. They like, take that, Tony Romo. You make it 17, I'm making 18. I'm asking <laughs> questions for a half an hour a day. That is something. Well, you know what, though? There was a question that, again, in the form of an, an answer in the form of a question, which is how the game is played. And there was one contestant on the show that didn't really have the answer. So instead, he took an opportunity to ask Aaron Rodgers this. Take a listen to this moment. Over to our two-day champion on the end. Scott, did you come up with the correct response? Who wanted to kick that field goal? <laughs> <laughs> that is a great question. It should, should, be, should be correct, but uh, unfortunately for this, uh, this game today, that's incorrect, and you're going to lose zero. Thank you for that. Now, hey, that's remember, what's going to make this good, though, right? It's yeah. going to be a lot of those type of scenarios right, where right. like, I'm not going to bet any money. I'm just going to have some fun with you, Aaron. Just want to ask like, let's Aaron have some fun with you and see what you say. See if you take the bait. Now, you remember but, but, but the NFC Championship game, there were two the times, two times in the red zone, and 
uh, Matt LaFleur settling for field goals, and some people thought they should have been a little more aggressive, and one of those persons was probably Aaron Rodgers. I mean, well, he did have a chance, though, Allen. I mean, on third yeah. down, and he could have been aggressive himself. He could have run it in. You know. Well, he took the shot because he assumed that we were going four for four, right? You know what I'm saying? We trying to win the game. We at home, like, what are you talking about? You go for the win. So, you know, I I, I threw the ball because I thought we were going for four. Oh, we're kicking the field goal? Really? Okay. Yeah. You you going you gonna you gonna take that all on on yourself, LaFleur. Another beautiful mystery. Yes. Well, again, Aaron Rodgers though continuing to do He made too much money to have that bad tie on though. That was horrible. Like that yeah, that was I would see, that, that, see that, that, me, that, that, that was You're bought. going tie, I'm that, going that, for, that's, that's from the straight. I remember hand, it's uh, collection man right there man that oh that's is cold like, don't don't do that no, 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 no i love straight hand is why would you, why would you do that? all his suits are simple and that was friendly, like, well, you're supposed understated you don't need to have anything Bro, crazy it, it can if, be understated but you don't listen that is the tie that comes with a matching handkerchief like mm. you know what i'm saying like you come on that is too, too yeah the more i look at the tie the more that does feel like so and maybe on purpose exactly something that exactly martindale i'm talking about the game show host would have worn back in the 70s right exactly. like that wasn't yeah. a great look but i was looking more at his hair yeah. and i felt like the hair was kind of strange it's the hair with the beard like the hair it, it tells two different stories right you know what i mean like you know i talk about the mullet how it was professional in the front is a party in the back like the beard says rugged and not intelligent you know what i mean you got to cut that thing off be nice and smooth and cut the hair down man i mean and no take, pocket square yeah, like take we're, the we're going take no, the, no, the, the tie's the part straight the part. But, but, but yeah, you, guys, he, you guys you guys are doing too much you guys are going to be way too stylish like and way too flossy. You're a game it's show about like host, that. Man. Listen, yeah, that's that distracting. It's, it's man. not it's about khaki? you. It's about the game, Alan. It's about the game. But if you're show. distracting me with your look by looking a little too, uh, yeah, like he, he could have got a nice. Like, did you tie. comb your hair with a pork chop? I mean, how greasy was that? Just holding it down. You know what he looked like, 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 like? He looked like he out there casting checks. Y'all yeah, hating. He looked like a hockey player. You know, it's like turning to what y'all trying to do with LeBron. He like Barry Melrose. He looked like you a hockey guy. That's a hockey guy. He was going flow there. Is that what it was? Y'all try to turn. Y'all turn yesterday into your LeBron haterade. You hated on Space Jams, the new legacy, and now y'all do. Doing the same to AA Ron. Look I'm not going to let it happen no, on the I show. See, I see what you're doing. Yeah, you're trying to be the hero here. But, but That's the, what you're the cra- doing. The, the crazy thing is, I your see halo's it. crooked, Jay. Will don't even try to act like it's <laughs> the, not. The, the crazy thing is, I, I've seen Jay in all his you know NBA shows. He never would have put a whack tie on like that. But I'm not A.A. Ron. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not – that's A.A. Ron. That's his style. That's how he likes to floss. The knot was crooked. It wasn't like – it wasn't a well, good that, that's double Windsor. I mean, not being – yeah. You know, you tighten it up. You're Aaron Rodgers. Like, how did they even let him walk out there? It's like, no, Aaron, no, no. That, that, that hey, suit, the jacket doesn't even fit when you. you. Got Aaron, when you got Aaron Rodgers' bank account, yeah, that's true. you can walk out there any way you want. Is that how true. we're living now? Is that what it is? Is it the more money I have, the I, less I care? Is I, that I mean, I'm not wrong. That's I'm not wrong about Alan. Setting? I, want, well, I, want, I, I wanted to give an example, but I won't do it for the sake of this I show. Want to see, right I want now. to see him coming out looking like John Wick today. I want him looking like John Wick, or I want him looking like Men in Black. I want him with John the black John Wick. Yeah, that would be something. Yeah, I want him Keanu coming Reeves special. reference. Yeah, John Wick. Which one? Like one, two, three, well, four. Well, the first one. Oh, it, it, went, okay. it went overboard. You can't kill yeah, everybody. I, I got, I got confused. You can't I don't kill know which everybody. You're talking about. Yeah, the one, one, the real. I one. mean, how how long can you stay alive at that rate? To kill I mean, everybody. You, you can't leaking oil for three movies. <laughs> and the dog <laughs> is always around. It, it, the dog is just consistent. Yeah. He's always. I love the cute dog. Yeah, maybe leaking oil for three movies, man. Come on, man. Like, stop it. Your wounds ain't healed for three movies straight. <laughs> a bulletproof suit. I love hey, it. Exactly. He said he's leaking oil for three movies. <laughs> I mean, it's a, he can only dodge so many bullets, Bart. So many. 
Yeah, man. Can broken we, ribs. Like that. It's Come between on. that and the Matrix. Like, I'm bulled out. I'm, uh, too much, Keanu. You know what? Yeah. Too much. You know what? I think that, that will be the title of the 30 for 30 about the Barton Hahn show. You can only <laughs> avoid so many bullets exactly. for so long as Bart is, just lets it fly sometimes. But, look, the Aaron Rodgers story, though, will continue in Green Bay as he is off now being a game show host for a little while. The question does remain just how miserable is he? That's the misery index now for him for the rest of this year and, of course, going into this season is really what – is he ever going to be happy? Because the only time he looked happy was in a terrible suit with a bad tie and an awful hairstyle hosting Jeopardy. Maybe that is the future he's looking for. Jay Will, y'all should have told me, man. I'm looking like Tito Jackson, man. Like I got armor all in my face. Man, we ain't got no makeup artists here, man. Look, I'm leaking oil. I don't have talk back. (laughs) I can't communicate. I want to wipe the the TV screen. Johnson coming up in the next hour and discuss more about the Sam Donald trade. Give me that Mac 55.